What's up, Pilsner Browns fans? Max here. Just want to remind all our beautiful listeners out there to follow our Facebook page at Bills Browns Breakdown and our Twitter and Instagram page as well, which is at Bills Browns Pod. This allows us to communicate with you guys and to get your thoughts on things you would like to hear during the show. Nick and I are so grateful for all the listeners out there that have been supporting the show as we head into our second season and it's just, it's just been great so we want to continue to add value to you guys we appreciate it and i just want to say thank you what up bills and browns fans it has been a long time it's felt like forever it's been about two weeks since Nick and I have been able to come at you with a new episode, but we're going into week five in the NFL, and we are here to recap some of the week four and get back on track here. Mm-hmm. It's uh, felt like an eternity, man. It's uh, good to be back on the waves, though, here uh, to, to record and, and throw some opinions out and um, kind of reassess where we're at a quarter of the way through the football season. Absolutely. And I, I made a quick like Browns video last week and explaining uh, why we haven't been able to get on. It's just been a crazy two weeks. I've been doing a lot of video work and then working at the restaurant. It's been wild. So with the three hour time difference between Nick and I, it was really yeah. hard to get a freaking episode in before Thursday night football would start up. You know, it was, it was crazy. So, it, you know, and it's been crazy. I wish I, I've been trying to put videos out, but then right as I'm like, get, I have like a, a spot of time. It's like, crap comes up and I'm like you gotta be kidding me so <laughs> it, the last two weeks really have been pretty jam-packed for me as well so uh, it's it's been it's been a crazy crazy week but this weekend dude is gonna be another crazy weekend because I get to go to the Bills Titans game this weekend nice so I'm pretty excited about it nice and I, I think that even though the Titans have like oh they want didn't they beat the Colts they, well they beat the Eagles last week or Eagles that's what it was um I still don't think the Titans are that good, but the Eagles are kind of struggling. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe the Bills would be able to pull up another uh, another upset here, like they did against Minnesota two weeks well, ago. I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be drunk. So who knows how much of the game I actually take in? So we'll see what happens. Please get on the Instagram page, which is at Bills Browns Pod. And while you're at that game, let's get some videos of people getting thrown through tables. Let's see what happens, man. I'll see if I can find some juicy, uh, juicy Bills Mafia content for everybody. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, starting off quarter one today, we're going to recap a little bit, go over this crazy OSU and Penn State game that happened over the weekend. Uh, I did not get to watch the game, unfortunately, because I got scheduled to work, and it was kind of funny because I was, I was working at my – we have a bunch of – I have a big restaurant I work at, right? It's massive. And we got a bar downstairs and a bar upstairs. Actually, two downstairs. Well, I was at one of the downstairs bars, and we were kind of slow, so I kept running up when I got free time to go watch the TV and make, check the score and stuff. And I feel like if I would have been able to watch this game from start to finish, I would have been stressing my ass off. Like, it would have been crazy. And uh, I'm just glad that the uh, outcome, you know. Was it in favor of Penn State or of Ohio State? Oh, yeah, because they definitely yeah. stole that game, dude. I watched the highlights, and, and Ohio State probably shouldn't have won that game. So I was in Columbus this weekend. Um, which I have a funny story to tell if we have time, but uh, I was in Columbus visiting my buddy Josh this weekend and we're just sitting, sitting at his house watching the game. And I'll tell you what, man, we were shitting bricks the entire time. Like it got to the point where we're like, Oh man, if they score on this drive, like 
it's, it's seeming like there's not going to be enough time for them to, you know, come back and win this one and all this stuff. So, uh, Penn State was doing some very interesting things defensively in this game to limit Ohio State's attack. Like, they were putting a ton of pressure on Haskins. Uh, you know, the snap counts were were big time. Really, Ohio State was killing themselves with penalties the mm-hmm. entire game. And, you know, it was kind of – they, they mentioned it was a chess match. It really was because they, they threw in some wrinkles offensively in the run game where uh, Penn State seemed to be crashing, like – on zone replays, they were crashing the the strong side of the formation every time. So, like, run, say your running backs lined up to the left side of the quarterback and they do a handoff in a zone read, typically the flow of the play is going to the right. Obviously, you're going to have cutback lanes, but they're, they, they, you know, they heavily prevented them from running right side and they had really good discipline cutback-wise. Now, what Ohio State did to counter it is they ran – kind of like a deceiving counterplay out of shotgun and they'd hand the ball off and there would be a pulling guard and they'd cut back and go backside. And you know, the, the run lanes opened up a little bit. So um, they didn't bite on Dwayne Haskins fakes at all either. So you're running a rate option and he carries out the option fake. They, they didn't bite on that fake. They keyed on the running backs and it really hurt Haskins ability to make plays. And that run game's quintessential for the pass game to succeed. And they did a really good job of stopping that and kind of keying on uh, certain things with Dwayne Haskins. And they did a really good job. Their, their defensive game plan was, was solid. Well, they probably did that because, I mean, Haskins isn't a runner like Braxton right. Miller or JT Barry was. Barry was. Right. So, like, most likely he would give the ball to the running back. Uh, but I tell you what, man, Haskins' arm talent is it's, – it's, it's through the roof. It's unreal. It really bro. is. It really is. Um, dude, how about Trace McSorley in that game, though? Dude, he looked like an animal too, man. My mom was like, oh, this kid's going to go places. I'm like, well, I don't think he's going to be an NFL guy, but he's a great college quarterback. He's a good college quarterback. I don't necessarily know that skill set translates to the NFL. He's got he's got a decent arm, but it's not, not anything crazy. Yeah. Very good athlete. He was recruited to play safety when he came in. To Penn- I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. A lot of schools recruited him to play safety, but uh, Penn State wanted him as a quarterback, and he came in, and he's been uh, – a record-setting quarterback for that for that uh, program. So yeah. he had a really good day, and I'm glad Ohio State made the adjustments they did to kind of spy him, kind of um, you know limit what what he did. But he still had a great day rushing the football, um, you know, and 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 missing Nick Bosa in that game really hurt Ohio State yeah. defensively. Um, you mean, know, it's going it's going to you know like it's hard to replace a guy like that. Right. But good, good game for the Big Ten. Um, great win for Ohio State. You know, staying in the top four. I think, what, did they jump up to three now? I think something, they over. Something, I think, something yeah. Like so, good for them. Hopefully, Nick Bosa comes back uh, with a vengeance. and They said, they said what, them. November? In November, he'd be back. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully it's sooner than that. But typically, core surgery injuries, like, you know, the core injury he had when he required a surgery – takes about that long. So it's such a weird injury to me. Yeah. And it happened on kind of like an obscure play too. Like he didn't really see, uh, you know, I didn't really see much out of it. It kind of looked like he kind of twisted a little bit and I thought maybe ankle or like a, a hip or something, but it was, it was a core injury. So um, it, that was a little surprising, especially when it required, you know, when they said it required surgery, that was also uh, unfortunate, but 
Yeah, I, I mean, the guy's probably going to be a top five pick in the draft. So, you know, anytime you lose a player of that caliber, it's going to hurt your defense. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, who, wasn't it the defensive end who stepped in for him who made the yeah. tackle at the end of the game? Um, he, he, he seems he like a young really – it sounds like he's a young guy. Yeah, and he played, he played extremely well in that game. Yeah. He looks like he's super raw, but, like, you could just tell the dude looks like a monster, though, like – they're so deep at defensive line. Like, well, they're just riddled with talent. They they pull in top recruits, and their depth and everything is just unbelievable. So, you know, it's not it's not surprising that that's the case. But, uh, you know, like I said, guys, you don't get top five draft picks rolling through your program all the time, and yeah. you know, especially at defensive end, and they have a legit defensive end that that hurts that that hurts big time. Well, but, I guess. I got to say, though, thank goodness for the Penn State's coach calling that fucking play on fourth and five, dude, because that was <laughs> stupid. Did you know what? Did you notice what Ohio State did on that play? Huh? So, again, alluding to what the a lot of what the broadcasts were saying, it's been a chess match all day, right? So, yeah. Ohio State lined up looking like they were going to pressure um, Penn State's left side or the right side of the defense. And so McSorley kind of checked into a different play, looked at the sideline. Coaches kind of made the adjustment like, hey, this is what we want to do here. And what was interesting is even after they, after they did another cadence to kind of see if the defense would tip their hand, Ohio State didn't. But what they ended up doing is, okay, we're going to try to make them run a play to the, the opposite side of the formation. Well, they brought a pressure package to that side of the formation. So they almost tricked. They almost tricked Penn State to saying, we want you to switch this to the other side of the field. Penn State did that on a run play, which, yeah, why are you running the football? Spread them out and let McSorley potentially scramble for a first down. But, yeah, so they, so they run that zone, that zone look to the, uh, to the right side of the formation. And Ohio State dropped back, and they pressured, like, on a stunt play to that side, so it caused a lot of havoc, and that's why they were able to get a stop. So they, they pretty much did the – we're going to bait you into moving a play to this side and we're going to have an answer for it because that's what they wanted them to do. You know, and a lot of people get mad about that when you see that in the NFL, like a big run play or whatever. But I think some people that just generally watch football that maybe never really played don't understand that sometimes the offense calls a play and then maybe the defense calls a blitz opposite of that. And then like, it just, it was the right play call against the defensive play call. You know what I mean? Like that kind of deal It happens all the time. Well, you know, in college, it's there's there's less likely. I mean, you're you're taught to disguise your coverages and what you're intending to do, um, you know, until the ball snapped and then you rotate into your actual defense. So the the goal the goal is to confuse the offensive players into thinking you're doing one thing when in reality you're doing another, and that's where the advantage comes from on the defensive side of the football. Uh, a lot of times, that's why when you see guys come up to the line of scrimmage, you know they they do a cadence of some co- of some sort, a false cadence. Um, even in the NFL, these guys do this, where they're trying to diagnose and try to get the defense to tip their hand into what they're trying to do, and then they can make the adjustments accordingly. Well, in college football, it's a little – like it, I don't think they do quite as good of a job. It's not quite as polished as what you would see. So typically what you, what you see on defense is, is what you're getting. It's almost straightforward, and it's a lot of zone coverages. Um, you know, it's nothing really too exotic, and and that's easier on quarterbacks. But playing that cat and mouse game, showing one thing to the last possible second, 
that's where that's where you gain a really good advantage defensively. And Ohio State was able to do that on that final play. You know what's also interesting about college football is the fact that they don't have the issues that we're having right now in the NFL with certain penalties. And by that, I mean roughing the passer. Right. And I think, I think we touched on it like after week one, but it's gotten way worse. Clay Matthews has been flagged a lot over like, you know, the week before last he, he sacked, uh, I forget who it was, but sacked the quarterback and they called it a roughing the passer due to his weight. I mean, like it was one of those hits that every defensive lineman or linebacker dreams of getting. And now you can't do it anymore. And it's, it's, getting to the point where it's it's a little unbearable to watch man and there was there was you know i don't know how, about this week i just i there's no, there's one i'm going to talk about it's going to segue into quarter two here but did you see any of this week besides the one i'm talking about i mean the last few weeks have been just kind of head scratchers right yeah um there was one circulating on the uh, the internet uh, that I saw that was questionable. Are you referring to like the the, the Browns Raiders game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll cover some of the ones from the previous weeks. Like Clay Matthews, I think has you know it's 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 a crime that huh. he was called on some of these calls, right? Oh yeah. What scares me is that the NFL doubled down on the rule, saying, "Yeah, you know what." Oh, you're kidding me. This is roughing the passer. Actually, you know what? It is roughing the passer. Here's why. And then they put, you know, what was really messed up is that they put out a video, like um, the operations, like NFL operations, like put out a video saying, all right, guys, here's video of roughing the passer. Here's video of clean sacks and clean hits on the quarterback, right? Every roughing the passer call was a free rusher up the middle, hits the quarterback, takes them down, penalty. Every video they showed that wasn't a penalty was a guy rushing from the angle, able to get his hand as he's bending around the edge, fighting off a tackle, bending around the edge, able to get the quarterback and spin him to the ground so that way he doesn't fall on top of him. So it's like you can only rush the passer from the edge. You're never going to be able to rush the passer up the middle because guess what? You hit him and you fall on him, it's a penalty. Yeah. And it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. Because you're, you're asking these massive human beings. Going Denver. As my pick. I got to go Broncos as well because I feel like Von Miller is going to be all up Sam Darnold's asshole in that whole game. That's what I'm saying, man. I just – I think I think they're going to have a pretty solid plan and He's just good. be able to do things defensively against the Jets that a rookie quarterback's not going to really be. I mean, play. if Von yeah. Miller was running at me, I'd be throwing interceptions too, so. Yeah, or shitting my pants is probably shitting my pants if that happens, so. Uh, next we got the Packers at the Lions. You know, well, I don't know how the Lions beat the Patriots and whoop their ass, but it's, it blows my mind. I think it's going to be tough. This is a tough one to call because the Packers, even though they beat the Bills last week, they didn't look sharp. Yeah, they don't. I think that changes this week. Um, I think on Johnson for Detroit has a big day. I think Matt Stafford has a decent day. But really, at the end of the day, I think it's it's Aaron Rodgers, and it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers. I'm going Green Bay. Ah, <sighs> yeah, it's really hard for. And by the way, you know, we'll see what what our outcome is going to be here at the end with these pickums. And if I have to make some changes, I will totally do that. But I'm going to stick with Green Bay right now. 
yeah, man, go with your gut. Even if it is, if, if it's the same or if, uh, you yeah. know, like I just, I don't know. No, yeah, I just, it's, it's, it's hard, hard to bet. Good. Hard to bet against good quarterbacks, you know, and right. Right. And, and, has a good quarterback. You know, and the lions are sketchy. Cause like, you know, they, they, they lose the jets week one and Stafford throws what six interceptions, something stupid like that. Then they come back a couple weeks later, beat the Patriots, which nobody thought would happen. It's like, I can't bet on that. Right. I don't know what I'm going to get each week, you know? Uh, we got next game. We got the Giants at the Panthers. And, boy, man, do you, do you think Eli's done? Because I feel like they have talent on that team. The fact that they can't win is blowing my mind. Well, you shouldn't have drafted a freaking running back number two overall if uh, you think Eli's, hey. <laughs> Eli's hey. looking like shit. Hey. But the people heard that here first, by the way. Right. Um, I'm going to go, honestly, let's go to the Giants. All I right. think they pull one off this week. I'm still going to stick with the Panthers there. You know, it's funny. Like, Remember those Browns fans that wanted Saquon? Well, uh, I think you got a guy called Nick Chubb who uh, – Pretty solid, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, all those people who are screaming for Saquon, I think, need to uh, check themselves a little bit. Correct. Uh, next, we got the Titans and the Bills. Well, I don't, do we really need to cover this one? <laughs> no. Uh, both of us are probably going Tennessee on this one. Huh? Yeah, I think so. Shocking. I accidentally wrote down Buffalo as my pick, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> that's scribble that shit out. Dude. Yeah. I mean, we covered it. Yeah. We already know. Yeah. Yeah. It's unless Josh Allen takes a giant step forward this week, I just don't see a giant it. leap for mankind. For, uh, for Bills Mafia. Giant yeah. leap for Bills Mafia. Uh, this next game is a toughie. We got the Falcons at the Steelers. Dude, I'm going to Atlanta. Are you? Yep. <sighs> Matt, Matt Ryan's playing at MVP caliber rate right now. It's just their defense. That's what sucks. Their defense is giving up a lot of rushing yards, and that's what I'm thinking. I'll go Steelers. If Steelers, if Steelers lose back-to-back at home, they are super in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, bet, I like it. I bet I mean, you Atlanta's just Atlanta's has been dominant this year, and – who knows, man? Maybe maybe Freeman and you know Tevin Coleman. Like I don't know. I just Atlanta's been a really solid team so far. All right. Next up, we got the Ravens and Browns. What you got? I'm gonna go Baltimore. Um, like I said, I think if there's a, a style of, of play that a team could give the Cleveland Browns fits, it's what Baltimore does and what they accomplish. Um and I just I think I think Baltimore gives Baker Mayfield some issues because that defense is pretty solid. So, um, you know, they gave big Ben some fits in that game. I think having a rookie quarterback back there, they're going to, they're going to do some things and show some things that are going to confuse Baker. And uh, I think the Ravens end up pulling this one off this week. I'm picking the Browns just to go against you and I'm being fucking stupid and I'm going to pick the upset of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Win number two, baby. Let's go division win. It would be huge. It probably won't happen. But you know what? I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to take a risk that Hugh Jackson wouldn't take on fourth and one. All right? That's what that is. Wow. Fuck it. All right. Next game. Dolphins and Bengals. Bengals look pretty solid, man. I like the Bengals this year. Andy like, Dalton's been putting up stupid stats in that offense. And their defense is pretty solid. AJ Green has, you know, came back from a down year. Yep. You know, it's yep. it's it's just they're 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 
a solid being a pretty solid team. Now I don't know like who they've I can't remember like who they've played, but uh doesn't matter. They're three and one and they're probably gonna be four and one after this week. Well, I'm gonna go Cincinnati, man. I, I really am. I've I've like I oh, like yeah. what they're doing. I have to. Um I, I think you're probably gonna agree with me on this pick. Uh it's it's tough to bet against them. They've they've been really good. Yeah. You uh, go Cincy? Yeah, I'm going Cincy for sure. I, I thought like that people were getting on the hype train of the Dolphins starting with those three wins or whatever, but I just I thought I didn't think they were that great of a team. I think they just, you know, played a couple easy games. Not easy, but winnable games. Um next game. This is gonna be this is gonna be in dude, this is gonna be a tough game. Oh my goodness. Jaguars at Chiefs, dude. Because Bortles Bortles has been looking like a quarterback, you know? Like and now, and now Mahomes. This is probably this is the toughest defense Mahomes is going to have to play against. I'm going Jaguars, bro. My I'm predicting that this is the game that Mahomes bring comes down and actually be a human for once, and not Superman. And I think that uh, the Jaguars go into the Chiefs Stadium and cause an upset, dude. Well. They were they were able to effectively neutralize a good pass rush uh, last week with some of the just the design and the play call. I think Andy Reid schemes up a good good plan this week um, to throw off the Jacksonville Jaguars and what they do defensively. Their def- Kansas City's defense can't stop anybody, so I mean Blake Bortles is going to look like freaking uh, freaking stud. But so I'm going to go. K- You're saying a shootout? I think it's going to be a shootout, and I think it's KC. All right. All right. KC wins this game, I feel like. You start kind of talking. You start talking the Rams and the Rams and Chiefs. Yeah. That's what it's looking like because the Rams are a pretty complete football team. Uh, next up, we got the Raiders and the Chargers. At Chargers. I'm going Chargers, man. Oh, yeah. I like I like what the Chargers have been able to do this year. Yeah, I I still think the Raiders aren't that great. I, I like you know, yeah, dude, I'll take the Chargers as well. Got the home team there. All right, next game: Vikings at Eagles. Eagles have been slow. Oh, this is a this is a tough pick here. It's very tough because Wentz hasn't had anything crazy stat-wise since he's been back. Or was last week the first week? This is the first week or second week. I'm going to ride Philly on this one. Going Philly? Yep. Hmm. That's a tough one, though. It is very tough playing at Philly. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go Philly, too, at home. Uh, it should be a good game, though. Yeah, it should. Next game, Rams at Seahawks. I don't even think Seahawks have a chance, bro. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Even even in that stadium, especially with Earl Thomas out, man. Well, they just lost Michael Kendricks. Like they're thin. Like yeah, yeah just I don't think I, it's not looking good. Uh, the Rams look legit. Uh, next game, we got Cardinals at the 49ers. Dude, I think Cardinals might get their first win because the 49ers, well, they won last week, didn't they? 
Uh, Didn't they start a rookie quarterback? The guy from Iowa was it Iowa. Well, he's a second year guy. Oh, but but Beather's been pretty solid for them. This is a tough one for me. Rose I am still. Good. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go San Fran. Oh man, I I really don't want to bet on the Cardinals, but part of me wants to. I, I'll pick the cards still. Okay. I'm going go with my gut, even though they're fucking awful. Uh, oh, my God. Dude, this year's been the hardest year to pick games, I'm telling you. Like, straight up. Uh, next game, we got the Cowboys and Texans. I'm going to go Houston. Cowboys look rough. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go Texans as well. All right, last game. Although I do think I do think Demarcus Lawrence is just going to eat in this game because the Houston Houston's offensive line has been garbage. Oh, yeah, yeah. But but I still think Houston pulls it out. Yeah. Uh, Redskins and at the Saints. It's hard to bet against New Orleans. That offense is stupid. Oh, absolutely. They've sucked defensively this year, which is shocking to me. I feel like but, every defense has pretty much sucked because of the way offense is going now. We're at, I'll I'll address that to wrap the show up whenever we're done here because I I forgot to bring that up. But Saints, it is. We have five games that are different from each other, so that's five games. That means I'm going to win. So, um, yeah, got to get back into this game. Get it. That's the logic. Hey, we got five games that are different, so I'm gonna win this week because pretty of that. much, like, pretty much, that works. Yep, exactly. So, uh. It's gonna. That's gonna. That's you know. I'm gonna keep an eye on this this week and uh, check this out. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. Uh, what I was gonna bring up was with all this stuff we talked about, uh, with the penalties and all that stuff, and protecting the quarterbacks, and we're starting to see these high-scoring NFL games. And I know the NFL, in their mind, says you know it's making it more entertaining, scoring points. You know, like for me. That's what we have college football for, man. I mean, that's what happens. There, there's a lot of times the offenses are way better than the defenses in college. I don't want that in the NFL. I'm fine with seeing a game that's like 21 to 17 or whatever. Like, like it's already hard enough to play defense. You know what I mean? I, I just don't – and I understand they want to keep the quarterback safe because, you know, when it, whenever the quarterback starting quarterback goes down, you know, it – it hurts the team big time, and I guess it probably does hurt their money, you know, because big name players keep seats, you know, people in the stands, that kind of thing. But it's the game of football, dude. Injuries happen, you know. Like, what what do you think? Like, are, do you think the high scoring games are exciting or or? Well, let's put it this way: make sure you appreciate games that are a little bit more on the defensive side, right? Because you just you you do you see a ton of ton of high scoring games so anytime there's like a, a 21 24 shootout you know what i mean or a 21 to 24 game it's like you kind of appreciate it because that's like uh, that's like on par with what you're gonna get you know yeah if you hold a team to 17 points you should win yeah you hold a team to 21 points you probably should win and it just kind of makes you you know but things are getting more creative people are attacking defenses in different ways it's going to be a back and forth until you know, next year, once teams start figuring out how, how do I, you know, stifle what offenses are trying to do against them, guess what? You're going to see kind of maybe a trend the other way. So it's not a, it's not a ground, you know, 
ground control, like grinded out cloud of dust football anymore where you get low scores. It's fast paced. These athletes are extremely impressive. Speed of the game is much faster than it's ever been. You know, that you're, that's what you're going to get. So um, yeah, it makes you, it makes you kind of appreciate those lower scoring games because you don't see it happen too often. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting to see this through and how this keeps evolving, but I had to bring that up because it was something that was kind of bothering me the other day, but what do you guys think? Let us know. Again, tweet us at Bills Browns Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And then on Facebook, Bills Browns Breakdown. Let's talk about it. Talk about the Bills. Talk about the Browns. Talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Hit us up. And I think that's going to do it for us today over here at Bills Browns Breakdown. Hope you guys have a great weekend. And remember, go Bills, go Browns.